What's going on, guys? Yuri here. Um, have, you asked, have you ever thought to yourself, my market's different? You, I mean, that might work for you, but my clients are different. If you've ever asked yourself that question, or if you've considered working with college kids or teenagers, you're gonna to wanna to pay attention to this video. Welcome to The Health Burner Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. All right, guys, what's up? Uriel Kim here, CEO and founder of Healthpreneur, back with you. I've been off for about two weeks, not off, but out of commission for two weeks. I had, uh, I think it was COVID. I don't know. I felt like shit. Still recovering in terms of brain fog, et cetera, but I'm uh, operational. So I figured let's shoot some vids, answer some questions. Uh, This one uh, I'm shooting as a result of a uh, really great client call I had this morning with our clients. And one of our clients was asking me about, you know, um, considering I have a lot of experience in the diabetes space, what is she seen to work and not work, you know, from one client to the next, or even in my own previous business. And so I want to start off by answering that. And then I want to just quickly touch on, uh, college aged students and teenagers as a potential marketplace. So I'll get to that in just a second as well. So here's what I, I, I first of all, I said, okay, where is this question coming from? And the question is stemming from, well, I've had people who've booked calls who are unqualified, they're living on disability, etc. So, all right, cool. Um, How many of those calls have you had? All right, so I've had X number of calls and it wasn't like 100. So we know that the market size uh, hasn't been saturated with people on disability. Plus, how many diabetics are there in the States? At least 100 million, right? Like, is is it possible that let's say out of 100 million type 2 diabetics, that a few of them might have the means to pay for a two, three, four, or $5,000 program. Do you think it might be possible? The answer is yes. Is it also possible that many of them don't, 100%? And it's not to say that like you have to choose a market that flies private. That's, that's not what this is about at all. And it's also helping you understand that it doesn't matter who you serve, there is always going to be a percentage of your marketplace that is willing to pay top dollar, not because they have the disposable income necessarily, but because they value the transformation more than someone else. Listen, like we all know people who have money and we all know people who have less of it. But one thing I've noticed in my time is that most people have cars, most people have smartphones, and most people live in homes. Those are expensive. I guess, relatively speaking, right? So when someone is saying, well, I don't have the money for X, really? Or is it you just don't give a shit about it? Let's just be honest. Let's call it what it is. Now, there are certain situations where some people legitimately don't have the money. Like they're living on food stamps and disability. Now, here is the philosophical question. Is it your duty to work with them? That's your choice, right? That's your choice. But it's also your choice to say, no, I'm not going to work with those people because I don't want to. And that's 100% okay. And just remember this, if there are 100 million Americans that have type 2 diabetes, or it's probably not even 100 million, it's less, but tens of millions, were you ever going to help all of them anyways? No way. So why should you be the one who's the martyr trying to help all these people on disability when others in the same space are choosing not to and focusing on those who are willing to pay a little bit more 
because they understand that when they pay, they pay attention. When they pay attention, they'll actually get the results. So this is a bit of the dialogue I had with my clients. And I said, the other thing too is, listen, we attract who we are, which means, and this is hard to, to come to grips with sometimes, is that we have to do a lot of internal work. We have to grow as individuals energetically to attract the types of clients that we want. Now, if you're not getting the types of clients that you want, there's two things. Number one, you don't have the right strategy. And number two, you don't have the right energy. That's it. That's it. When I talk about strategy, I mean, do you have a pipeline? Is the messaging good? Is single target market, et cetera? That's the mechanic side of things. And then there's the energy side of things. A lot of people don't want to come to terms with the fact that energetically they are a friggin' disaster, which is why if you keep attracting people into your world who have no money, where what you can't change that other than your messaging and changing the mechanics a little bit of your pipeline, but what you can change is your energy, your belief system about what people have and don't have. The belief system about, you know, I'm so grateful that I have a lineup of thousands of perfect clients waiting to work with me. That's a belief system that some people can choose to have versus no one in my marketplace has money. No one in my marketplace has money. No one in my marketplace has money. You keep repeating that and what's going to happen is the world is going to show you exactly that. Life is a self-fulfilling prophecy based on the words you speak. So I know it sounds woo-woo, guys. And the thing is, life is woo-woo, so just get over it. You ha- One of our clients, um, and, I, and I brought this up this morning, I've been with us for about two years. Let's say the first year and a little bit, kind of struggling to find you know, the right... He's kind of dialing in his offer, his messaging, etc. But the other big piece for what he was going through at the time was he was just, he wasn't in the right headspace. There was just a certain, there was like a negativity. There's almost like a bit of anger. And man, like the last, I'd say six months, he's been killing it, consistently doing more than 20, 25,000 a month. And the one thing that I've noticed in his journey the past year is he's become a different person. He has shown up on our mindset calls. He's worked on himself, like he's worked on himself internally. He's become the type of person where he almost like he no longer has that kind of doubt and self-defeating talk. It's like, no, no, no. I'm already like, this is where I want to go, and I'm already here. And that's just how he shows up every day. Now, here's the interesting thing: same target market he had two years ago, same offer, same pipeline. What's different? He's different. And so if you're not getting the results you want in your business, you need to look in the mirror. It's really simple, okay? And not a lot of us want to do that because it's easier to point fingers at other things like Facebook ads don't work or this stuff doesn't work or these people don't have money. And that's the easy cop-out. And this is what a lot of people are looking for in life is they're looking for the excuse so that they can sleep at night. I don't want you to sleep at night. I want you to lose sleep because you need to lose sleep. Because your stuff isn't good enough. It's that simple. And your stuff isn't good enough because you're not good enough yet. And I'm not saying you as an individual. I'm saying you in terms of what you want. If you want this and you're here, you're just not good enough to be here yet. Because if you were, you would be there. And that should bother you. That should rub you the wrong way. And you should be like, fuck you, Yuri. You shouldn't tell me that. I hope you say that. Because here's the reality is sometimes you need to get pissed off. Sometimes you need to lose sleep over the fact that you just don't have your shit together yet. Because everything up until then, 
is is like it's like coddling. It's okay. It's okay. I can keep dealing with this garbage. It's not okay. You see, in life, you get what you tolerate. You get what you accept. And until you get to a point where there's like a legitimate anger, and listen, like all emotions are useful. You should use disappointment to your advantage. You should allow yourself to get angry if necessary and use that to fuel positive change. Okay? Whatever you have to do to improve is whatever you have to do. I'm not here to tell you that everything is going to be great because I don't know you. I can tell you that everything is going to be great for me because that's my choice. And no matter what happens tomorrow or the next year or 10 years down the road, I choose to always be better. And that's the deal. Okay, so anyway, so as it pertains to um, like does my market have money, they do, okay? Every market has money and every market doesn't have money and every market has somewhere in between. It's the bell curve, right? It's the same in every... So it doesn't matter if you're helping people lose weight, postmenopausal, premenopausal, diabetes, thyroid issues, gut, it doesn't matter. It's all the same, guys, okay? It's all the same. Number one, you have to have... You have to be good at what you do, okay? But second is how you show up energetically really, really matters, Okay, so be aware of what's happening up here. So let me finish off with the second piece of this, which is targeting college-age kids or teenagers. Let me be very clear about this. That is a terrible idea. So if your target market is college students, please stop right now. Please, okay? Here's why. They don't have the disposable income to pay for your services. End of story. So I just finished talking about how every market has a bit of a bell curve. Well, guess what? When you're dealing with college kids, there's no bell curve. It's a flat line of, I don't have money. So why would you even bother helping them? So you might say, well, Yuri, that sounds really not nice. Well, again, your choice. Do you want to build a business that actually makes money Or do you want to be a martyr in the service of other people? I worked at the University of Toronto for seven years on the men's soccer coaching team, on the staff, okay? They, what they paid me, I actually told them, do not give me this money. Put it towards the team's per diem or lunch or whatever stuff. It was such an insignificant amount of money that I didn't even want to accept it. It was almost like an insult to the amount of time I was putting into the team. Like I would have been making 25 cents an hour, okay? So I basically just said, listen, like I don't, I'm, not, I'm not here for the money. I'm doing this because I love giving back and I love the program, et cetera. But if I were to have, like if I were building a career helping college kids, I'd be out of business. I wouldn't be here. And this is the thing is I spoke with, <coughs> I spoke with two clients about this over the past couple of months. Thankfully, no, none of our clients do this. By the way, if you're doing corporate wellness, run other direction. And I'll share one quick example with you in a second about that. Um, I'm not, I'm not, but by the way, just as an aside, I'm not sharing this to kind of poo-poo on your dreams. I'm sharing this to help you avoid suffering. That's, that's, that's what this is about, okay? Because I've made all these mistakes, guys. I'm telling you, like everything I'm sharing with you, I've made it or I've seen people make them. So um, 
I had a client a couple months ago. He was saying like, yeah, like I really want to help um, teens and college age kids deal with uh, mental health issues. And I just asked him, I'm like, are you only able to help them? Or is there a reason you're not helping anyone else like 30 and older? And he was just like, well, I just, I really, I want to help them. I'm like, great, cool. Put that aside for a second. Is your magic applicable to other people that are maybe a little bit older? He's like, yes. And I said, listen, here's my advice is I would strongly advise not building your business around helping college kids because they don't have the money. Help those in their professional lives, in their 30s, whatever, who have a bit more disposable income. And then everything else you give away for free to the college kids. Okay? You get paid at a high level for working with those who see the value in working with you. And everything else you do is free. Now, by the way, guys, this is how I operate Healthpreneur. We have HBA and Luminaries Mastermind. There is nothing else below that. There is no $97 course. There's no. There's nothing. If you can't afford to work with us at the highest possible level, there's nothing else for you to buy from us, and that probably will not change into the foreseeable future. Why is that? Why don't I sell a $97 course? Because it's not going to help you. Why is it that we start here? Because this is what you need to win. You need the daily support. You need the coaching. You need like expertise in your business every single day. I do not feel good about offering anything less than that. And so my philosophy is fill up your cup and give everything else for free. Okay? 99% of your marketplace will probably never work with you. Great. Give everything away for free to them. And the 1% that do, you'll be more than taken care of for the rest of your life. So that's my advice when it comes to working with college kids and teenagers. The only exception to this, and this is one of our clients who is, again, another amazing example of like just um, brother and sister, sister, they work with, uh, with, with uh, young athletes. They're just an incredible uh, demonstration of persistence and perseverance because they're helping people. Um, I won't give away their, you know, the, the nuance of their business, but they're helping athletes with their nutrition, and they're basically dealing with the decision maker being the parent, yet the person doing the work is the teenager. And that's a very, very tough market to crack. They've done great. You know, they're consistently doing 15 to 20K a month. And when they started with us, they were nowhere near that. And it took them some time to really get through how to have these conversations and how to step into their power to help these families make these decisions. It's just incredible to see their journey. But again, that's a tough nut to crack. So my first advice is, you know, unless that's like, you're like, this is my mission on earth. I'm only doing this. Like if you're open to helping people that are a little bit older, start there. Okay. Final, final thing I'm going to mention with respect to target markets, because we're on this topic is uh, corporate wellness. I've spoken with far too many people who think that corporate wellness is, is like the panacea. Corporate wellness is not easy. Corporate wellness means you talk to someone in HR, they talk to someone else, 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 and eventually a decision gets made. Months later, they tell you, you know, it just doesn't fit in the budget, so we're not going to pursue this. Okay, Um, so I had a client, Jill, who a couple weeks ago was like, hey, what are your thoughts on, I have a a bit of a relationship with, with the hospital, what are your thoughts on me talking to HR about doing some corporate wellness with them? And I told her exactly what I just told you. I said, I think that's a terrible idea. Here's what I would do instead. 
is I would make an offer to the individual, in this case, nurses in the hospital about how they can work with you. I would just do like a lunch and learn and make a special offer to those individuals or I would host them in a special workshop and I'd make an individual, uh, make an offer to the individual person, not the corporate on behalf of them. That's exactly what she did and she made $40,000 in the space of a day. Okay, so why am I sharing this with you guys? Listen, I've been doing this for a very long time and I don't want you guys to make a lot of the ridiculous mistakes that I see a lot of people make, including myself. I've made more mistakes than I like. <laughs> I want to even, I can even count. And I share these lessons with you because very often I didn't have this advice when I was kind of coming up and going through business. And even to this day, like the biggest danger in business is you can't see your blind spots. You don't know what you don't know, right? That's why I invest in coaching. That's why I've invested a tremendous amount in coaching and mentorship over the years because I don't have all the answers. When I played soccer, do you think I was going to go play professionally by training by myself? No way. You hire a coach. Every single person who's at the highest level of their sport, their business, whatever, works with a coach. To think that you can do things by yourself and achieve greatness is delusional. And how can you expect people to work with you as a coach if you yourself aren't paying for one? Now, I'm not saying you should work with me because that's not what this is about. What I'm saying is you want to get the guidance and mentorship to help you fast track your results, to help you avoid the pitfalls, to help you not go down the path of corporate wellness or working with college students or teenagers and make better decisions with your business. Because the difference between someone who achieves five years results in one year, which is what most of our clients do, Versus someone who struggles for five years is the decisions they make. That's all it is. The decision being, who should I target? What should my offer look like? What should my pricing look like? Like these are very small decisions that can make a massive difference in your business. And anyways, if you'd like our help, just drop me a comment below and we can have a quick chat to see if it'd be a good fit. Um, But nonetheless, I hope this message finds you well. And yeah, that's all for me today, guys. If you're watching this on YouTube, remember to subscribe. Got lots of other stuff to help you out with your business online. And I'll see you soon. Ciao, guys. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at healthpreneur. And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search Healthpreneur and you'll find all of our great videos there as well. That's all for today. I appreciate your time and your attention. Keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.